this moment, you got yourself a gun. Your mama always said you'd be the chosen one. She said you wanted to feel good. You got your burn to shine. But you put your phone under a bad side of the road in your eyes. Hey, welcome to the Witty Bitch Podcast. I'm your host, Allison. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Let's give them some of Bravo said, let's give them some to talk about. And they said, hold my beer this week. The Bravo universe. We have Scandal. We have, look, I said this last week. I, I turned to a friend. What I heard about the Howie Mandel interview, for those of you that don't know, Tom Sandoval of Vanderpump Rules, the Scandoval of it all, chose for his first interview to go against his contract and go on to Howie Mandel's podcast, of all things, of all things. And I turned to a friend because I saw this on Twitter, just like out to get coffee, and I said, I said, we're, this is it. We're on the hamster. We're on the hamster wheel. It doesn't end. We don't, it doesn't end. Cause I was like, then I was like, now I'm going to be podcasting about podcasts that are podcasting about this podcast that she, he went on Howie Mandel to podcast about the other people podcasting about him on this reality show that's about other podcasts. Cause Sheena's covering her podcast on the podcast and we're just going, we're just going round and round. And then Andy got upset. Andy Cohen. <laughs> I shouldn't have to say Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen on Watch It Evans Live was like, oh, Howie Mandel's the jackhole of the week. And so it's like now Andy and Howie are fighting and now we're in a whole thing. We're just, we're just in a circle. It's We are in the hamster wheel. Scandal has us all trapped in it, but we're in it. It's it's like a riptide. It's, we got sucked in and you can't fight it. The only way to have a riptide, you don't fight. Just kind of let it, you just go. You just, you just let it go. It's not a shark. I feel like Jax was a shark. Jax was something like a shark you can punch between... You punch it in the nose and it's done. This is like a ripped, truly a riptide, which is dangerous. But before I do that, just in the Bravo universe, I think I think we've accidentally been ignoring certain things that are important, such as the Real Housewives of New Jersey. A one Miss Jen Fessler had an amazing confession this week. Just fantastic. I've been ignoring her all season because she's... She's a friend of Margaret who, I don't know. I don't know about Margaret. And hey, uh, if you want more on that, you can definitely head on over to, uh, what is it? Be Behind or Beyond the Velvet Ropes with David Yonta, who I once did an interview with. Fantastic. Really fun. But he gets in there. I would not want to, if I had anything to hide, I would not go I would not be interviewed by David because he gets to the bottom of it. Uh, And he's tougher than me, (laughs) tougher than I. (laughs) But I would say go on over to that podcast. I will try to link it. Anyways, Jen Fessler is what friend and life coach of Marge's classic Marge, Marge, who if we think, I don't don't know, uh, I'm going to loop something back in a second. But Jen Fessler essentially said that she was an acting she was in acting classes and then became a casting agent in New Jersey. And they're like, well, who do you have to fuck to do that? And she said, well, James Gandolfini for one. 
And she went into the most sultry monologue that I will, I will do my version of right now. Cause she said, she said, Oof, when I met James Gandolfini, it was before the Sopranos. He hadn't been cast yet. It was an acting class. And then afterwards he took me out to a bar. It was an S and M bar. We had drinks. We laughed. He took me back to his apartment and we fucked. Oof, did we fuck. And he, oof, he was the one that got away. But looking back, he was the one that was never really there to begin with. But he was inside of me. Oh, he was inside of me. And that's the truth. That's the absolute truth. <laughs> and I was like, what in the world? She said this. <laughs> one Light her a cigarette. <laughs> I'm like, I've never had a cigarette in my life. 90s kid. That is a monologue. <laughs> give, give her a, her Virginia Slim or whatever cigarette she has of choice. You know what? Maybe ask her. Ask her what James Gandolfini would have lit her up. But they say, I mean, they're like, hey, he does, there's no way to corroborate the story. So we don't know. Similar to Marge being like, hey... Me and my good friend, Joan Rivers. And it's like, really, Marge? Were you good friends with Joan Rivers? Were you? Because she's not here. She's not here to tell us. Regardless, though, I think that monologue was iconic. I think doing it when you land, they landed in Ireland. So it's like, you just did a full, like, 12-hour flight. You're in a shuttle bus, and you're just going to give us that monologue. about, <laughs> In her words, fucking James Gandolfini. Because she hit it with a hard F. She said and he was inside of me. Oof, he was inside of me multiple times. And that's no lie. That's the truth. That's an insane thing to say. All right, but now that that's done, I mean, it's never really done, is it? I'm still not over that. I can't believe that that's... If Scandaval wasn't going on, that would be so, like, the front page of everything, and it's amazing, and I'm just, like, I'm, I've watched and rewatched that monologue, and I've taken it into my own. I've been performing it, I, I think I'll perform it for years to come. I think I'll teach it in acting classes. I think I'll go full, like, Stella Adler, or, you know, what have you. I'll do that. <laughs> But speaking of acting classes, so yes, we have the Toms. So we had Tom Schwartz last week messing up on Watch What Happens Live. But by messing up, do we need the, like, do we mean the best interview ever of all time? Because it was just so messy. It was a disaster, but we got everything we needed. It's like he gives the truth, the whole truth and nothing. But this is our Watergate. We are having Watergate. Scandal is Watergate. That's it. But then we had Tom Sandoval on Howie Mandel, which, why? 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 And there are reasons why. You all can look it up. I think it's like there's some sort of weird connection with, I know Howie Mandel does it with his daughter, and then she's a big fan of Vanderpump Rules, and someone that's in his like weird giant cover band is that I went to a concert of. I'm part of the problem. It was my fault. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Someone in that cover band is also like a producer on the show or some, there's all weird connections, but it was a bad look for everyone involved. One, Sandoval, if you calm down, you could go on 
any show you wanted to, but you're acting fast. You're an idiot, but clearly you are acting fast with this Raquel stuff. And then you were at an Arizona resort, but you guys said it was rehab. I don't know what's going on. It's none of my business. I will say this. If we are casting, if there's a community theater casting, <laughs> if you need grave diggers, if anyone's doing Rosencrantz and Gildensford are dead, just cast Schwartz and Sandy because these two are digging their own graves. Like, all Katie and Ariana have to do is just lay back, and they are. They're just like, whatever. I'm just laying low. <laughs> like, they're not even laying low. They're just living their normal lives. And it's like they're already winning, and it's done. But, yeah, I mean, it's so hard because I, I waited. <laughs> my other note, oh, you guys, my other note was, Rosencrantz and Gildenstern aren't dead. They're in the valley. Valley Village, that is. Because it's Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandy. It was really bad. But look, I mean, it's so hard because this episode was so good. Like, they're giving us everything. And I think we're only going to get more as the season rolls out. But so, yes, we start out. It's hard to tell where one ends and the other begins because I just keep watching them like on a binge watching level. Like, I'm just going through it because I want to see, I'm looking for the Easter eggs. And I'm sure you all are as well. But so, yes, we, we cut off with Tom and made out with Raquel, <laughs> who I, I'm convinced that Raquel is not a human. I think that she is fully AI technology. She's like chat three HC or whatever that's called. <laughs> Like, I call her, instead of C-3PO, it's R-3PO. Like, she's not human. She's not with us completely. She is just like this, and she talks like this. Oh, no, is Katie gonna be mad at me? (laughs) But let's see, what do I remember from this episode? Because I have notes, but I think it's better when I just kind of go at (laughs) y'all. Freeform talk. The way that I do, and I sometimes I'll just the few like every now and then relatives like people will be like let's catch up and I'm like yeah and I just randomly I just speak at them about random reality TV. That's why I was like let me start a podcast that'll clear up time for regular talks. Guess what? It didn't. I'm not monsters and men. I don't have time for little talks. I don't have time for these talks. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, so R3PO, Raquel is insane. Very scary. I also wrote down a follow-up review for Schwartz and Sandy's, which I did go to. I mentioned that. Again, I was a part of the problem. I didn't know. But my review of Schwartz and Sandy's is that it's like drinking at a yard sale in the dark with neon lights, which in theory, kind of good. In that location, not so good. And knowing what we know now, not great at all. Should you eat there? No, absolutely not. No. No. Okay, let's go back to the episode because, nope, my other notes are insane. They're about the WWF. We're not doing that today, folks. Love y'all, but we're not doing that. I will say I think it's very difficult to watch this season because we're going back and forth in terms of we know what's happening in real time. We know the scandal of it all. At the same time, I do believe that Katie, Lala, Christina Kelly are being very mean to Raquel. 
And we've gotten some spoilers for next week's episode about Ariana defending Raquel or Rachel, what have you. It's hard to watch. She's like, well, she's not a whore, but they had Katie and Tom had an agreement to not hook up with friends in the friend group, which was Raquel really the friend group, though? She's someone's ex. Should she even be here? It's very, she doesn't even go here. She doesn't even go to the school. Vibes from like Mean Girls. I get wrapped up in this because I don't. Sometimes when I, when I make these podcasts, I'm like, I want, I would like for someone that's never even seen Vanderpump to be able to jump in and just listen and understand. But if I try to do that, we can't. There's no way. You can't go back to, like, you have to go to the beginning because there's so much. And I know there's been, like, GIFs and funny memes on Twitter that, like, make maps of everything. And there's someone that's been trying to describe this to Candace from Real Houses of Potomac on Twitter. And she's like, I still don't understand. I don't understand. And I'm like, I, I've been following it. And I, I don't understand. None of us. I don't think the people in it understand. None of us understand. We don't understand <laughs> To quote uh, Lady Gaga, Stephanie Germanotti, in Pinot Grigio Girls, make it all make sense. Make it all make sense. That being said, I do feel like Ariana is a Pinot Grigio girl, and she'll make it all make sense. She's got this. She's She landed Dancing with the Stars. Hello. I'll be watching. I'll be rooting. I'll be, I think I might even vote. I might. Who knows? Was never really a big Dancing with the Stars gal, but I liked when Bindi Irwin was on it. Shout out. Love that. And I've been to two of the Max and Val performances, and they were really great. <laughs> and I mean that. <laughs> but so, yeah, we got to see Sheena's beautiful wedding. And there was so much drama in between. Like we had Sheena's wedding party, another one of the wedding parties. Tom stumbled out from that Schwartz, not Sandoval. He stumbled out of that and into Katie and Christina Kelly after, after they had watched Sheena's wedding take place in their bathrobes from a balcony, like evil Batman in robes, which, I mean, it was a disgrace to robe life because I actually live for robe life. Like, I am about robe life. That's all I care about is you put me in a hotel, put me in a robe, a nice hot shower. And then like the, the cute thing where you like put your hair up in the towel and you just like hang out on your phone for like an hour and a half, just scrolling, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I know that sounds so lazy, but you know what? I've lived, I've lived through the Spice Girls generation, <laughs> AKA the 9-11 generation. So I deserve a little bit of robe life. If that gives me peace, let me have my peace. But so they went from that and they kept me like, we have to get ready for dinner soon. Yeah, we have to get ready for dinner soon. Let's get ready for dinner. First, let's go. And Christina Kelly is so maniacal and evil. And she's like, I'm just curious to see what the wedding looks like. It makes Katie go on the deck in her robe. And she's like, wow, it's actually really gorgeous and beautiful. Which it was. A uh, little summer... Sheena and Brock's daughter being the flower girl and just like kind of like walking through there the way that like a little a little baby would 
<laughs> going into her grandma's lap and then throwing some flowers down at the last minute was the cutest thing I could have ever seen ever. Adorable. I loved Sheena's wedding and her being chill and her having that veil moment where she was like, the veil's blowing in the wind. Should I just take it off? Because I'm a chill bride now, right? Everyone, do you see this? How chill I am? I was like, Sheena is serving. Like, I love it. <laughs> I live for my Sheena. <laughs> she took the veil off and just let it go away in the wind. She said, not, not my problem. Not today. And what else? I mean, before that, Lala was rude to Sheena. There's all the drama that we always get. And it was rude. Like Lala was like, uh, I don't know why, like this weekend's important to you, but it's not the most important thing to everyone. And I was like, you're kind of here for a destination wedding. So actually it should be the most important thing. And then, yeah, after that, so the reception, Christina Kelly and uh, Katie finally got quote unquote dressed and ready for dinner. And by that, I mean, they just put on dresses. Like, they were wearing the same things they had. Like, Katie didn't change her hair. Christine didn't change her hair. They, had, they both had makeup on before. So they just, since so you went to robes, like, from robes to, like, just dresses. Okay. And then went to the same hibachi place that they all went to the night before for Sheena's whatever other dinner. Whatever wedding dinner. There's, guess what? There's going to be a lot of wedding dinners if you go to Dreams, whatever, hotel and casino. <laughs> In Mexico. Just go for it. Just do it. Have Go to all the wedding events. If you go to a destination wedding, I think you're supposed to go to all the events. That's all I'm saying. If you're invited, all right? Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm Ramona. If you're not going to all the events at a wedding, you don't support other women. Okay. It's Ramona Singer. Yeah, just Lala. That was so rude to be like, this we don't really care about. Not everyone, you're, this is your first priority. It's not ours. And it's like, it should be because you're here for her wedding. And it's like, it's like, can we celebrate their love? And that's it. But I guess not. And then I don't know. I'm sure I'm missing so much. And I think I'll be kicking myself for it. But I don't know. I've watched this episode like three or four times. And it's so good. Well, no, I've watched a lot of the season three or four times. It's so good, but it's very difficult to, like, right now, I feel like we're in just one giant movie of it. Like, it's not episode per episode. And I, I'm still thrown off by the, sorry, the Housewives of Jersey, James Gandolfini thing. I can't get over it. I can't. He was inside of me many times, and that's the truth. That's an acting class. <laughs> But I think we should just, uh, y'all, I don't know. This is a terrible recap. It was a recap nonetheless. I did cry during Sheena's wedding. I cry for a wedding in a good way. It was a good cry. It was a cute, just a, a couple tears dropped. And then, yeah, the drama around it. I mean, I feel like this week we're going to get an episode. I've seen some of the sneak peeks and boy, oh boy. Also, I did see that Billy Lee was getting back in the game for a second and was out at TomTom Tom with Sandoval, Lisa, and Ken, because I guess they're trying to figure out who's willing to film with Tom. And then she spent the night at, allegedly spent the night at Sandoval and Ariana's house after whatever. Oh, yeah. And James is a star. 
Also, I want a Love is Blind slash White Lotus slash Vanderpump crossover, and we should do that. All right, again, sorry for being a mess. Sorry it's not as cohesive as it should be. I flew by the seat of my pants, but it turns out those pants were cut off shorts. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's the truth. Those cut-off shorts were in me time and time again. <laughs> All right. Love y'all. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.